everyone. I am Nate Ortiz, and this is Walking in Power, and I want to talk to you today about pursuing the possible. As you develop your faith and you walk with God, there's going to be elements where you're going to say, you know, I don't have enough understanding. I don't have enough whatever resource you might think it is for you to pursue what you really believe is possible. We understand in scriptures that God says that with him that all things are truly possible. So I want this to be encouragement to you that you would be able to develop your faith in all areas of your life, not just one area where you say, you know what? I believe God could do this for me in this area, but not in this area. So maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's in your family, you know, or even in the business, whatever it is. I want you to have this understanding and understanding of faith that you can pursue the possible with Jesus by your side. And, and when you develop your faith, there's going to be moments where you're stretched. There's going to be moments where you feel uncomfortable. But we really have to believe that wherever God takes you, as long as he is with you, that's the best case scenario. And so I always say like this, if you want to do anything that is is worthy of, of being reduplicated, you got to have a level of faith that says, this goes beyond what I feel like is my capabilities, what I feel is my skill set. And you're really trusting God and giving God glory as he takes you through those things. Winston Churchill said this, he said, the price of greatness is responsibility. We have a responsibility to walk out our faith, not just in our words, but in our actions. I see throughout scriptures, Jesus consistently lived it, and he also taught it to his disciples. So we're going to look at a passage of scripture here that we can really understand of how Jesus taught his disciples how to pursue possible, how to make this a part of their everyday life. And so Matthew chapter 8, verse 18, we're going to start there. It says, now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to depart to the other side of the sea. Then a scribe came and said to him, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus said to him, the foxes have holes and birds have, uh, of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, permit me to go first and bury my father. And allow, and Jesus, but Jesus said to him, follow me and allow the dead to bury their own dead. When he got into the boat, his disciples followed him, and behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being covered with the waves. But Jesus himself was asleep, and they came to him and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. He said to them, Why are you afraid, you men of little faith? Then he got up, rebuked the winds and the sea, and it became perfectly calm. The men were amazed and said, What kind of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? I like to say it like this, the gap between what is probable and what is possible is discipline. These disciples where they had all these experiences with God, they had people who were you know, around being healed, being touched by God. And there's this understanding that Jesus was trying to tell them, listen, there's going to be situations, there's going to be storms you're in, and you're going to not understand why you're going through the storm. You're not going to understand why it's happening, but you have to have the faith to know that God is going to get you through it. So here are three traits of discipline that you should have when you're pursuing the possible in your life. The first one is leave comfortable behind. Many times in our faith, I see it in, you know, when people come to church or people are talking about their faith, they like to feel comfortable, right? They don't like to maybe talk about their faith or share their faith with people. But I'm telling you, Jesus has given us the power and the authority to be able to share our faith with people. There shouldn't be this sense of, well, I don't want to, you know, offend anybody, right? If you're walking with the Lord, it's a part of who you are. Don't live your life or don't make your faith about being comfortable, 
a disciple wants to follow Jesus in this story, and Jesus tells him essentially, there is no stopping point. If you want to follow me, you are always going to have to leave the comfort behind. If you are seeking comfort, you're always going to be falling short of all that God has for you, right? Not that God's just saying, hey, your whole life is going to be hard, you're going to be uncomfortable, but it's from the understanding right? Whether it's in business or in your life, it's the same thing with your spiritual walk. If you're always seeking comfort, you're not going to be really living to your maximum potential. And so I always say this, longing to be comfortable is the Achilles heel of the apathetic, right? Those people who search for comfort, it's hard for them to move forward. It's hard for them to, to strive for more in their spiritual walk with God. The kingdom of God is always moving you forward. The kingdom of God is never going to say, hey, you found the Lord, just stay where you are, don't change. It's always going to pull you forward. And if we aren't living that way, we'll look for leaders who don't require much from us because they'll make us comfortable. You will achieve your goal of comfort, but you won't accomplish anything worth duplicating, right? We want to live a life, right? We should want to live a life as believers, that our faith is is big, that we are seeing great things happen, that people around us saying, that's something I want to see in my life. I don't want to be comfortable. I want to say, God, use my life for anything that you see fit. I mean, even for myself, even for some of you maybe watching this, you might have never pictured yourself doing what you're currently doing today. I encourage you, as every step that God takes you and graces you to take, always give praise to him. Thank him for what he's doing. The moments that he stretched you, the moments that you took those big steps of faith, right? Those moments where people didn't understand why you were doing what you were doing, but you did it and God was with you and met you there. Give thanks to God. Give glory to him as you leave comfortable behind. And every step you take, every you know next phase of life, every new season, God's going to be faithful to you. The second thing I'd like to tell you as you pursue possible is lean into the now. Many times in our faith, right, we can just feel like, well, I'll get to it later, or I'll read my Bible later, or I'll just take care of this at another time. In this passage of Scripture, Jesus tells this man who wants to follow him uh, that he has to let the dead bury the dead. This guy's saying, hey, I want to follow you, Jesus, but let me go bury my father first. Right? That seems like a reasonable request. And Jesus says, let the dead bury the dead. Right? Right? Lots of people took you know, different takes on this and how they viewed it and approached it. But I think this is my takeaway from it. Not that Jesus was saying, hey, you can't be part of your family, that you can't, you know, have this, uh, you know, this uh, uh, connection there. But I think there's this understanding that when you have to lean into the now, that there's things that will try to pull you away. There's things that will try to distract you, especially in your, in your faith, right? There's things that, I just call them time wasters, Right. Where you'll maybe you'll just, hey, I'm going to watch this show for hours when it's like, hey, have you even read your word? You know, have you read the Bible? Have you spent some time in worship? When's the last time you've been to church? Have you been praying for people? Right. Lean into the now. I truly believe that God is always speaking. But are we always listening? You know, God doesn't always speak in this loud, booming voice. Right. I've never heard God speak to me in a loud, booming voice. Sometimes in, it's in the hustle of my day. And I feel like there's this moment of pause, this moment of saying, all right, Lord. What do you have for me to do? Maybe the Lord's going to have me pray for somebody. Uh, maybe the Lord's going to have me strike up a conversation with someone who needs encouraged, right? All the ministry, all things that God wants to do in our lives as we pursue possible, it doesn't happen in, in right church settings all the time. It happens as we're living life. So we have to lean into the now, right, that we pray before we go to business meetings, that we, before we make big decisions to say, Lord, help me understand. Help me not get pulled into to different things that are maybe going to keep my attention. And for this guy in this story, when he's asking to go, you know, bury his father, maybe Jesus knew that if this guy goes with his family, he's not going to follow me like he says he wants to. He's not going to lean into the now. 
And there's maybe areas of your life that you're saying, you know, I really need to like kind of put this off to the side and lean into what God is speaking to me now, right? Sometimes friends don't understand it or people don't understand it. But when you do what God is asking you to do, your faith continues to grow and you begin to have uh, this understanding of what God wants to do in your life specifically. Because all of us, all of us have a different call, a different uh, pull upon our life. Not everyone's meant to be a pastor. Not everyone's meant to be a business person. But when we could be in the place of saying, God, I want to lean into your now, right now. What are you speaking to me, right? Even after this video is done, pray, write it down. What is God asking you to do with your life, right? What is God asking you to do for his kingdom? And that's where I feel like when we grow in that, when we understand that um, our faith continues just to develop. And the last thing I want to say as we learn uh, from this passage of scripture is learn to trust. One of the hardest things in our faith is learning to trust God. We have this feeling in our hearts that we, that we, that we think, God, I know what's best for me, but the truth is God really knows what's best. And it takes time for us to develop that trust and our relationship with him. Because in our human minds, we just think linear. We, we think A gets to B, th gets to C, gets to D, right? And that's just how we're driven. But God's sometimes saying, yeah, you're at A, but it's really not about B or C. It's really about D. That's where I need you to go. That's where I'm taking you. But God says, if I take you from A to D, it's going to crush you. You're not going to have the character. You're not going to have the integrity. You're not going to have the understanding if I took you right there. But there is a process that God takes us in, and our faith has to grow in trust in him. And so even the disciples in this passage, we read the very end of it, that they get into the boat with Jesus. They've seen Jesus do all these amazing miracles. They have spent the most time with him, right? And their storm just begins to take place and they're in the middle of it and they're they're losing their their faith in in God of if you know in Jesus who's with them in the boat. We have to remember that it's most important that Jesus is in your boat. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter if if maybe things aren't going the way you thought they were going to go. We have to develop this trust in Jesus that when things are going our way, we understand that he's good. When things even aren't going our ways, we understand that he's still good. And I've had many conversations with people who've walked through difficult things and challenging things, and they keep their eyes on Jesus, and they're saying, I just trust him. Whatever is going on in my life, I trust him, and I give my all to him. So these disciples, they were learning to trust Jesus, even in this hard situation, even in this storm. And he had to remind them, as he calms the sea, he says, you know, see, be still. And the disciples are thinking, who is this guy, right? That even the, the winds and the, and the sea obey him, right? And in our lives today, Jesus, right? Jesus has that same power and authority in our lives, right? He's given it to us that we can speak to situations, that we can begin to see things shift, atmospheres change, uh, things that you thought were never, ever going to be different. They begin to do that because our faith begins to rise up. We believe we believe that God can do amazing things. God can restore things. God can renew things. That there is this understanding that we can pursue the possible when Jesus is with us. So listen, I want to encourage you again that um, as we you know, recap here that you need to leave comfortable. Don't be comfortable in your faith. Don't just settle in, right? Just don't say this is good enough, but get everything that God has for you. Lean into the now. What is God speaking to you today? What is God speaking to you right now? How can you lean into it? And then lastly, learn to trust Learn to trust him with everything, every aspect of your life as you pursue possible. Don't let him into certain areas, not other areas. But say, Jesus, I want you right in the middle of everything that I have going on in my life. And so I pray that you guys would be blessed and take this word to heart. And uh, I will talk to you next time.